This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, in the house with me as co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. You over there, Mr. Kevin? Yeah, good morning. It's a beautiful morning here. It's a wonderful morning. Nice outside. Beautiful. A little crisp, but all good. Yeah, yep. At least you're not in the Midwest, you know, uh, where it's five inches of snow on the ground and 12 degrees. I don't know. Sometimes I miss it. Get a ticket back there for a while. I know. <laughs> Stand in the snow and then get back on the plane and come home. So, <laughs> I mean, as long as you dress for it, it's good. I, you know what? I was watching these people snowmobile the other day going, I was like, huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of friends that do that. I have a good friend that lives up at Winnipeg that owns an auto repair shop. She sent me a thing. It was like negative 32 degrees the other morning. I was like, holy smokes, man. And he's all, that's not even with wind chill. They got plenty of snow on the ground up there in Canada. You know what, though? Even, even I mean, I know, I granted, you get uh, more rust on the bottom of the car and stuff like that because, I, well, of course, I don't know in Canada. And in remote spots like that, I like, in, like they, in Alaska, I don't even think they use salt, do they? I don't know. So, I mean, I, I don't, whether it's more rust, how much more rust, because salt normally rusts more than, you know what I mean, than the, but, uh, them guys heat the garage with used oil heaters anyway, so their garage is 50 degrees. I mean, almost it's warmer than it is in our shop in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Saiyan. but they have to open the door to go outside for a drive, and it's not warm out and there. And then they close the door again, and then the shop comes back up to temperature again. <laughs> they do. They have to keep them heated, yes. It's too cold there. For, there's no question about that. I'll stick to what we have here in Southern California where we don't need a heater. It's all good. All good. All right, folks, if you want to talk about anything automotive-related, though, here we're here this morning. Give us a call, 1-888-344-1170, 1-888-344-1170. What are we talking about today? Uh-oh, I left the show in the truck. The top 10 mistakes we see made by other technicians. Yeah, that's going to be a problem because I don't have it with me. Oh, well, one of those things. We'll just <laughs> – what's the first one? All right. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold yeah, on a second. Okay, number. N- wait a minute. They're, they're, number one, not confirming the concern. Yeah. So these are mistakes made by unqualified technicians we see at other uh, that come to us after uh, they've been to an other facilities, typically uh, that we were talking about. I don't know how I left my paper in the truck. I grabbed two of the same thing, apparently. Here, I'm going to so, email this to you. Oh, gee, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> well, that'll work out well. But we're also willing to talk about anything automotive-related this morning. So 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Um, as we're uh, following the, the the Garden Talk guys here, we appreciate them warming up the radio studio for us and uh, all you folks listening in and being part of uh, uh, the Garden Show and Auto Talk Radio. 
all good stuff here on uh, The Answer San Diego and Cape Ray's why Kevin's trying to email me. I already something. did. It's there. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Let's see. See if it works out the way he said. Oh, there it is. He did. There's no lie to it. I send this to him every week, so, and then he ignores it normally, but it's all good. I do. I pull it up right before we do this. I pull it up right before we do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about this, though. This is, uh, um, you're correct. I wrote this show, and it's the top 10 mistakes we see made by other unqualified technicians. Uh, number one, Kevin's right, not confirming the concern, y- your actual problem. Uh, confirming a repair and basic uh, is one of our number one principles. So we go out and confirm what your concern is and make sure that we have the concern because too, all too often there's more than one problem with a vehicle or something or a noise, especially when it comes to noise is one of the things that, that uh, people often will be like, no, not that noise. That noise is well, bugging me. That's the thing too. I, there, there can be a it, there can be a breakdown. Of a lot of things because I mean, obviously, when the customer comes in, the, the right question has got to be asked of what noise we're talking about here. I mean, if we miss one thing, and I mean miss one thing from the service rider not asking the right questions to the to, down to the technicians, we can diagnose this wrong. You know what I mean? Just not or diagnose the wrong thing. That, that's yeah. I mean, a different problem. This can that, go wrongly if we don't get all the information in the beginning. Correct. Yeah, a different, uh, a different uh, concern or, or or et cetera. So, um, we, that's another one of those things. It's kind of like going to the doctor. It's always a good idea to jot things, a couple things down, so you don't forget about them when you go to. Because I know right in the moment. I mean, even you know, going to the doctor, you might you know if if you have a list, you know, if you have a few things that are going on with you, you might forget to tell him one thing, which can be bad too you know so correct and that, so that's why it's confirming a repair concern is a basic diagnostic principle frequently overlooked by some folks uh the first thing to do is recognize the actual problem that uh, they're concerned about otherwise the money is spent possibly chasing the wrong concern there's more than one time that we see a vehicle uh and there's uh a concern there's more than one concern and you, especially when it comes to noises and you go to ride with a client and as you're riding with the client, they're all, no, and you're like, that noise right there? No, not that noise. This noise over here. So depends. Every person's different what can bother them. But Kevin is right. Documenting uh, when, how, what kind of noise, et cetera, especially if it's noises. Um, same thing with drivability concerns also becomes uh, uh, important, such as does it first thing in the morning when the car is cold? Climbing a hill, under load, accelerating, whatever it may be. I mean, there's, uh, you know, um, it's it's important. And so, number two of 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 a concern is is insufficient road testing, which is one of the most important things is to get out on the road, no matter what it is, especially drivability concerns, et cetera. Verify the concern, and also often with our live data. Uh, it's important, but even for an oil change, we like to road test a vehicle to see if there's something, you know, like a brake noise or a, or a, an, uh, and so uh, people often ask, well, you're just servicing oil. Why does he take it around the block? Cause we want to know if there's anything we hear that we need to document and talk to you about, such as we have a wheel bearing that's failing or we have a, you know, whatever it may be, um, any noises, et cetera, or a drivability concerns or the check engine light comes on while driving, things like that that are often not told, especially when bringing a vehicle in just for service, you know, um, that we will want to at least document uh, and say, hey, look, 
this is going on with your vehicle. Some folks want to address things, some folks don't, but that way we know it was there before we start working on the vehicle and servicing it, which is extremely important. So, right? Right. Short road tests are good for a car. There's no complaints. Normally, there's a lot of times that people have brought cars in, and I don't think the tech, they've had it somewhere else. They couldn't duplicate it. I'm pretty sure the guy only put a quarter mile on it. <laughs> I go drive it five. Because the problem is, is with the transmission, especially, or even with ignition breakdown, sometimes you got to get the car warm. Yeah, or under and, load or especially so like you, find a hill or whatever. So you have to drive, or and, and you know, and sometimes you have to drive it for five minutes or, or you know, 15 minutes to get your, because if there's like a shutter in the torque converter or something, that might be something where you have to drive it under different conditions, you know, foot light on the gas pedal, whatever, whatever. Sometimes you got to put five to 10 miles on them to get, you know, the problem to actually, especially an automatic, because the flute, but five, 10 miles in it, transmission is up to normal operating or five to 10 miles. The car is up to normal operating temperature. Uh, the, the fluid, when it gets thinner, we can get hydraulic leaks. We can get, uh, PWM solenoid sticking. Cause you know, the little brass bush in there gets warm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's multiple things. It's a good idea to road test a little bit. There's multiple things that can come and happen under different road test scenarios for sure. No, no question about it. So, um, insufficient road testing is a big no-no and often, uh, even for just like oil changes, like, like we said, uh, we usually take them around the block, put a mile on them or so just to see, you know, and, uh, um, because all too often, uh, other facilities will just drive from the parking lot into the shop to service it, which, uh, is not good enough to know. Uh, it, it doesn't, uh, will not, uh assist you in finding any concerns or documenting concerns. Once again, no matter who the vehicle belongs to, it's your choice whether you want to fix something or not, but it's our responsibility to document it and say, hey, this is going on your your car. We hear a wheel bearing noise or some kind of noise. We should really look into this more. Um, You know, some people don't want to. They just want to wait for the wheel to fall off, right? (laughs) I don't know what they're waiting for, but I can tell you this. You start getting a grinding noise or anything like that, noises, they never get better. They almost get worse. Uh, real quick, too. Yeah. Grinding noises normally go bad really quick. Yeah. Even growls. You know, you know, like when you get bearings that the hardening's coming off of, which is kind of a growl noise. That's not going to get... <clears throat> it gets louder and louder. And, and how often have you driven a car and you're like, holy smokes, man. And the person's like, oh, yeah, it's been doing that for a while. You know, it's not that important. Uh, well, it is important because... Uh, Multiple thing, other things can go wrong at the same time, right? Well, yeah, wheel bearing starts going bad. Wheel can fall off. That's a bad day. <laughs> you never want a wheel to pass you on the freeway. Not something that... Uh, and it may not even be your bad day. It might be somebody else's bad day when your tire bounces down the freeway. It so. actually turn into a dangerous scenario. Losing yes. off a car is never good. If you drive a vehicle far enough for a wheel bearing to let the wheel separate, whoa, it was making lots of noise. They don't tend to to come off that easy. So, um, but well, I have heard cars drive by me that I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Well, people go down Auto Parkway all the time. You hear it. Yeah, I know. You're like, hey, somebody needs to look at your car. Surprised you drove through here where all these technicians are. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all good. Um, important to do so. So uh, definitely uh, a sufficient road test when uh, looking at a vehicle is a uh, thing. Um, and one of the, uh, the next number, number three, which is 
uh, misdiagnosing. We see a lot of that. We see a lot of cars that come to us that have been other places that were diagnosed improperly. One of the big things I talk about with doing our CertiCare because there's so many, how many times in all these years, over 25 years, have we seen cars come to us that have had a major repair done to them to fix a noise or a problem or a drivability concern, and it's not fixed, and somebody spent a lot of money. So And it's still there. That, yeah, and now you're going to spend more money because you're going to have to figure out what it is we do, you know, and go from there. Uh, but uh, sometimes uh, technicians we see spend hours chasing the wrong problem or fixing the wrong problem, spending money on it. So how many cars have we seen a transmission replaced on it and the people are like, oh, it's still got the same noise uh, 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 or same concern that come in? Yeah. Yeah. And then we have to start from square one, and, and folks are unhappy. They've already spent thousands of dollars to try to correct this scenario. So just one of those things. All right, folks, we're talking about today uh, uh, 10 mistakes made uh, by unqualified technicians we see from other facilities coming in. One of the one of the just a little information to get out there to everybody, some of the things we're always looking for, you can give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're going to take our first break here on Auto Talk Radio at the Answer and Cape Race. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Hi, right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Everybody, are you awake and drinking coffee out there? This is this is kind of a brisk morning. This is a good morning to stay in bed. Just saying. This is when you get up, now grab why, your cup of coffee. Why am I up? Oh, because I'm doing Auto Talk Radio. Exactly. See? <laughs> we, we'd have froze to death downstairs waiting on Brendan, but but uh, the AC guys let us in the lobby. <laughs> When commercials are on, you can't leave the studios. <laughs> sure, whatever, Brendan. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, folks, give us a call here one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're talking about anything automotive related today. We're actually talking about uh, the ten things that uh, um, we see done by unqualified technicians that are not good. But uh, yeah sharing that with you and and uh, different things but we're happy to talk to you about anything automotive related i do want to remind you auto talk radio is brought to you by the west automotive group which consists of west escondido automotive and transmission up at 2200 auto parkway in escondido AAA approved and star certified for 28 years now taking care of folks in north county up there along with west el cajon automotive and transmission out at 844 north johnson avenue in el cajon AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out there in East County now for seven over seven years. 
seven, eight, seven, something like that. Yeah. Uh, taking care of folks over there. West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego. AAA approved and smog certified. Uh, um, almost four years there in central San Diego at that location. And then uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Neesgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for smog, right in the Golden Triangle across the freeway from us here. Uh, taking care of folks right there uh, uh, for almost uh, two years now. So all of us, the West Automotive Group, all my employees at all the locations, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one, one simple reason. That is we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. We have two different arms uh, to help you out with that. You actually get a West Automotive Group card and you can reuse it if you need to anytime. Uh, that six months no interest really comes in to help folks out, uh, especially with the year we've had last year. And and that it's always nice to spread out your uh, uh, repairs and know, know that you have a way to keep your vehicle on the road uh, without stressing over other credit card payments or, or where the money's going to come from. So uh, you can give us a call. We can do it over the phone for you. Or when you're in one of our locations, ask about getting a West Automotive Group card. Uh, also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission uh, diagnosis uh, where uh, if you think you have a transmission problem, get it into one of our four locations. Let's get it diagnosed properly. Um, and uh, we also offer uh, free shuttle rides to or from work or home at all locations along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. We're here to help you out. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, just go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com, and you can click on the location there and follow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We send out tips and all kinds of stuff every week, good good things. So uh, just follow us there. That's westautomotivegroup.com, and then go to Instagram with that. You can also check out the Auto Man TV segments where I'm the Auto Man on Fox uh, Five News and the CW Channel Six News um, at different times. Uh, Wednesdays uh, Fox uh, Five and uh, uh, Fridays for uh, the CW, twice in the morning and evening. Um, yeah, you can go go to our YouTube channel, check that out. Uh, they're all available straight from our website, WestAutomotiveGroup.com, or you can also go to uh, Auto Talk uh, Radio from there. And uh, all of our Auto Talk uh, radio shows are podcasted there. Plus, you can uh, find us uh, um, at uh, um, podcasts are also available at through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and TuneIn. Uh, all places that our podcast can be found and listened to if you miss us live. Um, and then, of course, you can download the app uh, uh, through uh, uh, radio.com so that you can listen to us live anywhere you go, which is a good thing from there. Uh, and we're here to, uh, are, they're there for your, your listening pleasure if you miss one. But westautomotivegroup.com, westautomotivegroup.com, you can make an appointment, et cetera, and, uh, from there and see what we're all about. If you have any questions or anything like that, you can also uh, send in a little uh, a note over to us uh, through the contact. And uh, we're here to help you out when your automotive needs and questions or concerns. So, But we do appreciate you joining us this morning on uh, Auto Talk Radio. Uh, right, Kevin? Yes. Mm. Kevin's taking a nap over there. No, I'm, I'm reading number four here because I'm... Are we on number four? Is that what we're doing today? Well, we were, well, on, we were on misdiagnosing. That's a, that one there is a big one. 
see all too many things misdiagnosed. And I think that's a lot because of more than not because of a, other facilities technicians' ability to actually diagnose. That's probably one of the, I mean, it's a lot easier to unbolt and bolt things together and be proficient at it than it is to be good at diagnosing, correct? Say that again. Well, so like if you just replacing a water pump, if you pay attention and you un- replace the water pump, put everything back right, tension everything, it's and follow directions, that's easier than it is to do a diagnosis. Yeah. It's one of the harder, harder, uh, 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 that require the highest qualifications for sure is diagnosing things properly. And that's why I think we see a lot of things that are not diagnosed properly because um, it's just just the level of technician that's trying to do the diagnosis. Well, some elsewhere. and some diagnosis is easier. I mean, let's face it, of course. a leak in water pump, you pressure test it. You see that you see the water coming straight out the you know the bleed hole in the bottom of it. We know that the water pump's leaking. I mean that's pretty that's a pretty easy diagnosis. Correct. We can see it. There's been water leaks though where they're a little harder, or you know coolant leaks harder because well and the reason is something's in the way so you can't you can see the water's coming from the front of the engine but you're not really sure where from the front of the engine is coming. So then you got to start disconnecting things and looking for it more obviously. So I'm not saying all coolant leaks are easy. I'm just saying we're using our boroscope. Yeah, but that, you know, one where you can actually see the bottom of the water pump, you know that that's where it's coming from. It's pretty easy. I mean, you know, some some certain wiring repairs and stuff can get a little harder and, you know, ignition diagnosis and, and then, you know, transmission. Re- well, you know, drive-ability t- concerns are way harder to diagnose for sure and require a way higher qualified technician, no question. And everything from 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 misfires to to transmission shifting concerns to electronic stuff yes those are the things that to require a lot more uh technical ability for sure um on a lot of things and that's what i was saying so um you you are right sometimes some things uh you know there's other kinds of diagnosis too like a front end wobble so you know knowing what's what you're looking suspension problems can become a problem too i mean sometimes they're a little easier because we find something that's really loose and we're like okay this is where we need to start obviously but i mean you know correct it's one of those things even everything has its easy side and everything has its really hard side so it's you know it's the key to it is being qualified to actually diagnose it i'm just happy (laughs) when it's an easy one (laughs) doesn't happen very often i know i was like bonus all right, let's grab Terry and Temecula real quick. Good morning, Terry. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing today, Thanks sir? Thanks for taking I'm doing pretty good. I'm out for my walk, listening to you guys as usual on a Saturday morning. We well, appreciate that. But I got a, que- got a question on uh, transmissions. Normally, I, well, I, you know, pretty frequently you guys have talked about how manufacturers uh, so often have their interval for servicing a transmission set at 100,000 miles mm-hmm. and say the transmission's sealed. And you guys pretty commonly say, no, no, don't do that. Uh, better do it more like 50000 But I just bought late last summer a Nissan Altima with a CVT transmission. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked to see in the uh, owner's manual, it says to service it every 30,000 miles. Yep. And, you know, which is like, whoa, wait a minute. This is going in the total other direction, going back to like the 80s or something. Uh, so what do you do? I mean, would you guys recommend 15,000 miles? 
No, on that. I mean, so, I mean, so on those, we recommend uh, t- once a year, twenty thousand miles, whichever interval you want to go with. And and the reason why is Nissan's had a lot of problems with their CVTs, and what they figured out is like we're always talking about. If you keep that fluid clean, boy, you can make that transmission last a lot longer. Uh, they the, their CVTs had a lot of valve body problems, uh, and and a lot of those problems in tr- trannies these days transmissions these days come from fluid getting contaminated with small particles and what it starts to do is wear the valves and the valve body and we get oblong uh, uh, channels uh, as far as where the valves slide and they stick and cause transmission failure so keeping those clean is imperative and so yeah I, I uh, on most transmissions we recommend around the 20, 18 to 20,000 mile interval to service the trans if you do so okay. it's quite a bit earlier but it's really good for your investment especially if you're going to keep the car yeah. Okay. No, I was. I, I couldn't believe that when I saw it. I thought, God, there must be. They must have problems with these things to recommend servicing that that frequently when everybody else is three times that much. Well, on some of their CVTs, so, they had to end up extending the warranties way out because they had so many problems with them, and it ended up costing them more money in the long run. So now, if they require you to service them, which can it will, which will definitely help them stay stay in good working order. Uh, but also in the long run saves them money because uh, they won't have so many failures and then they don't in- end up with a, 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 a concern where they have to extend out the warranty. Oh, okay, good. Well, all right. Well, I'll follow that recommendation. I do not want to be spending big, big bucks on a transmission replacement down the line. Yeah, and those CVTs, so. the parts for them and, re- and are putting a remand is not cheap. They're not, not a cheap tranny, so... Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like there is an issue there. I better better pay attention to it. Yeah, and the service is qu- pretty uh, inexpensive on those because those are just they're just drain and refill, right? Drain Kevin? and fill. Yeah, so some some of them do have a cooler filter on them. Okay, so but uh, most for the most part, there's no internal filter we can access uh, uh, on those uh, for regular servicing. So basically, it comes down to replacing the fluid on it regularly. Oh, okay. Well, that's good news because I was thinking, oh man, this this going to be kind of pricey. Then changing, uh, the, uh, doing a major service on the Trandy every year. Yeah, no, it's or not that every bad. other year. It's not that bad. Okay, good, good, right. good, good. Hey, hey. but uh, just a quick comment. Sure. You you you, you mentioned earlier about uh, you made a little notice about you don't want your a tire to pass you up on the road while you're driving down the road. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> that happened to me driving north. Not my car, but two times. Uh, apparently, a big tractor trailer was oh. having axle problems. Oh. And as he was driving up the freeway, his wheels were coming off. That can be extremely dangerous because if one of those wheels hops the center divide and hits the windshield of a car or something head on, often the occupants of the car can be killed. That is, that is a very oh. very dangerous thing to have happen. Yeah, so I'll bet it it caused panic on the freeway because they they <laughs> they started out in the right hand lane going about fifty fifty five miles an hour, and uh, there was one then the, then another, and they were they shot across all the lanes and oh, went yeah. up the bank on the other side of the freeway, hit a fence, and came back down. Oh no! And everybody was <laughs> everybody was slamming on their brakes, and then. As soon as we got past the first tire, it happened again. Another tire came shooting across the freeway on a wheel, 
you know, a big old tractor trailer oh, tire probably geez. weighs several hundred pounds. Yeah, that's extremely <laughs> dangerous. And the other part that's dangerous about that, obviously, is now we got people weaving all over the place, slamming on brakes. You can have all kinds of accidents happen, just even if the tire doesn't hit you. So, yeah, it, it yeah. creates quite quite a uh, quite a uh, uh, unfortunate scene for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Okay, okay, guys. Hey, thanks for the information. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys being there. I'd love to listen to you. Thanks Thank for you. listening, Terry. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. So, good question as far as that goes. Man, uh, that can become really unsafe, though, the whole tire. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the transmission, though, um, especially that transmission, I can almost guarantee why Nissan's calling it out because you got a metal mesh belt in there. Mm-hmm. If nobody understands what a CVT training is, a constant velocity transmission, there's no, it, there's a metal mesh belt in there that actually looks like an old V belt, but they made it out of metal. It goes up and, and down the. And you, you have two, yeah, you have two hydraulic dampeners that are opening and closing to make, you know, the, the best way to describe that to me is like a ten speed bicycle. Yes, and and uh, it, it creates a lot more metal, which that metal gets in the valve body, and that's you have a valve that has no almost zero tolerance on it. And the reason why they wear out quicker when you don't service them because all that metal is carried suspended in the fluid and it's like just grinding up that, that, that sandpaper. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Brendan's hitting the window over there. We're going to have to take our last break. 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego and K-Praise. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. We're still here talking about things you should never do. Or if you're going to do them, do them right. (laughs) Well, make sure you get it to a quality place so you don't have these problems. Very true. Nothing's perfect anyways, but it's always better to lighten the load. You know my statement. The best money ever spent. It's on a qualified diagnosis at a quality facility with a qualified technician. That will be your best money ever spent. Well, you know what? Even when I'm fixing my own car, sometimes I'm like, okay, I get a little, I got to slow my roll down because I'm like, you know, normally when my car breaks, it's right in the middle of, you know, chaos anyways. So I got to slow my roll though and make sure that I diagnose it right so that I don't have issues. So it's no different. It's always that way, though. You rush on your own stuff and take care of everybody else's stuff. Exactly. <laughs> but that's why, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm like, but okay, slow down. It's because you're not getting paid to fix your own car. <laughs> it's all good. It's all right. No, I don't have I don't have any car payments right now, so I'm good. So, just so you know, we service our cars ourselves. The way we talk about servicing your car, though, when it comes to timelines and things like that. So, uh, the reason why. My F two fifties made it three hundred fifty thousand miles of transmission because I service it every eighteen thousand miles every year. That tranny got a full drain, 
It got new filters, all 18 quarts put in it. And I'm telling you now, you pull the pan off that thing and it's clean as the day it drove off the showroom floor inside. And that's what's kept everything working. Now, I do do things to it, such as when I first got it, 50,000 miles, we pulled the valve body, put a shift recalibration kit, tow kit in it, right? Yes. I did pull the trans out. We put a uh, heavy-duty torque converter in it because I was towing a toy box uh, trailer. So some of those things we do do to our own stuff because we know uh, what it uh, um, does for it. So therefore, that's why we do those things. But the essence to to making this thing last was servicing it properly without question. All right, folks. I do want to let you know that Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by... Interstate batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Interstate batteries are the professional technician's choice nationwide, and that's why we install only interstate batteries for you. If you need a battery for any of your vehicle needs, look us up at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. In one of our four locations here in San Diego County, we can get you a a battery installed and... uh, uh, interstate battery is what it will be for sure. So once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, make an appointment, get in, we'll get you an interstate installed. They are the highest quality batteries out there. If you need a battery for any other need, because they have batteries for everything, uh, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th University, they can hook you up with a battery for almost anything that requires a battery. I think actually for anything that requires a battery because they have a battery for every need. I'm working on an old Packard. They had a battery for it. <laughs> Are you working on that thing? I saw that thing and I I was like, Matt, because I know it's always I, I, Matt. I didn't, I didn't, yep. <laughs> and I was all, Matt, did you bring that thing in here? He's all, yeah. I said, does it have a transmission problem? He's all, maybe. And I'm all, parts are hard to find for those cars now. Really getting hard to find. Well, that's we not it. It wouldn't people. start. Oh, oh, it wouldn't start? <laughs> well, it, it's got a transmission link, but I'm like, okay, first we got to get it running, obviously. Is it an old push button start? No. Oh, it's a key. No. Well, it's got a key, but you got to put your foot all the way to the floor. Mm-hmm. On the ga- So what you do is you leave the accelerator off. You got to remember Packard was that guy that was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. So you turn the key on, or you turn, you leave the key off. You pump the gas pedal twice. Supposedly, this is how you're supposed to start it, you know, because obviously it's carbureted. So you squirt a couple of fuel in there. Mm-hmm. Then you turn the key on, and then you mash the, the accelerator down. When you mash the accelerator pound, there's a little switch on the carburetor. Closes and turns the car over. <laughs> yep. So that's how you start it. Thing is, is it'll just, so first of all, the battery had a bad cell in it. Um, and then yesterday I only got to play with it for a few seconds. Is that, is that I, a, I, wait, is that a six volt or 12 volt system? Six volt. Okay. So it turns over really slow. But I, once I got the battery in there, I realized, you know what? There's, I, when I pumped the carburetor, I was like, uh, there's nothing, no fuel shooting out of the, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, I dumped a little gas in there, got it, it you know. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's been sitting so long that it's not to the, because you know how the old mechanical pumps were. You got to get that thing cranking over fast enough to get the fuel up there. Could've, so could have been cavitating a bit. So I, I, you know, I still not, and then it started raining again on me. So I was like, eh, I'm done with this one for today. But <laughs> that's um, not a rush car. They don't drive that to work. No, but it's I was pretty th- car though. What year is it? <sighs> I can't remember. 50 something. 52. You know, I, I'm calling a total blank on that. I, 48? I think somewhere around in there. Okay. I should I'm, I'm calling it. I'm talking. Because, yeah. Because I got a couple other cars going on, too, right now. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Not not in that year range. Oh uh, yeah, I do. I got a patchy old patchy truck. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's. But that's it. We don't have any other old car, old old cars. Yeah, there, there's one orange one there right now. That old Apache. It's before the Apache truck. Oh, there's two trucks there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So sometimes we work on some older stuff here and there. We work on a lot of brand newer stuff. Work on a lot of stuff. Lots of stuff. Yes. No. Any interesting. But yeah, uh, one of the I did see that Packard come in on a tow truck. Uh, actually, look like it's in pretty good shape, though. Actually, you know what? That car is really sweet because everything's original. Everything is. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm impressed by that car. It's clean. It was clean looking. It is. Yeah, very clean car. So, and and, and completely finished. Also, it's, yes, it doesn't need any restoring. Mm-mm. It just needs to run. Yep. <laughs> and that's probably what he's. You know, he he's an older gentleman. I haven't talked to him myself, but mm-hmm. uh, they told me he's an older gentleman. He's probably getting ready for the summer and. I mean, we're getting close, and his car's not, you know, you don't want to pull up to, to meet your friends. I mean, because you know what? When the older car clubs like that, they go they go have lunch, and then they go do whatever they, you know what little, I'm saying? Little cruise. Yeah, and you don't want to pull up and leave a puddle of tranny fluid under your nice Packard, you know what I mean? No. Especially not none. All right. So we're talking about uh, mistakes made by unqualified technicians that we often see come in. Uh, number four is one of my favorite, throwing parts at a problem. We often see vehicles come in that were like, there's been like six things replaced on this vehicle to try to cure this problem, and none of them has done it. The problem with that is, there's two. There's a couple problems with that. Number one problem with that is it costs you, the owner of the vehicle, lots of money just to throw parts at it. And number two, depending on the quality of parts you put on it, you could have created another problem that we didn't have to start with. So... Or depending on when you're just throwing carts at, at, at the vehicle, uh, uh, they could have been installed not properly and created another problem depending on the quality of the technician, obviously. And, and the quality is already in question because we're throwing parts at a car. We're not actually diagnosing it properly. Uh, so very important to diagnose the vehicle properly, which brings into to number five together. Diagnose the primary concern properly. Do the proper repair and go from there. Do some vehicles have more than one concern or need more than one? Sure, absolutely. Uh, such as, like Kevin said, the battery was dead on that Packard. We'll go with an old car. Battery's dead on the Packard. That's got to get done first. It's not spraying fuel on the carburetor. That's number two. But following the right line of succession, along with uh, uh, repairing things properly with quality parts, is what makes a repair quality and getting it done right. And it has to do with being able to diagnose items properly, knowing where to start, uh, uh, which is extremely important, the primary concern and going from there. Uh, It would be very hard to figure out why the carburetor wasn't getting fuel if it doesn't crank over with a battery. Well, and and honestly, I didn't even know that it had these problems. But, uh, I mean, they said something about it wouldn't start. I went out there though, and I was like, I knew that from from being around when they used to restore cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I remember the old Packers how you had to start them like that. I remember that trick. So I wasn't sure that our lot guy just didn't know how to start it that day that it came in. So I wasn't. And then and then you know if one thing led to another, obviously. But there's car, a lot of cars come in that I have three or four problems before I get to my. Yeah, like that. Un- yeah. 
Not a lot. Not late model cars, though. We don't tend to see the lot with have three or four problems. I'm working on a 2017 right now. <laughs> when I took it for my drive, it was misfiring and the training quit moving on me. So, okay. Well, that's two problems. I, I get it. So, the misfire, though, may have been going on for a while, and the people just didn't pay attention. I mean, we get that a lot. Did it have a check engine light well, misfire? Well, it, just- it is an an outside sales for a company, so I'm sure that car gets tons of miles on it. And, and well, the person that drives it doesn't own it either, so well, they that don't. that could be a lot of it. So uh, you know, and like we like we told the guy that you know, just head over the uh, the uh, the garage part of that system. We're like, look, let's let's get the training in it so it starts moving. When we can go out and test, you know, thing. Obviously, it's 2017. It's not like you're going to wreck junk this car. You know what I mean? It's it's worth it. Yeah. So you're going to go ahead and put the training back together. And then we're going to, you know, then we're going to figure out the diagnosis on the, uh, which is probably, you know, it's a Ford, so it's probably coils, spark plugs, but we still got to diagnose it just to make sure. But the point to that that I'm making is that um, those Fords often have misfires and they'll be in the misfire counters in the mode six information, but it won't turn on a check engine light. So, uh, and, and I get that, but this one I went to drive and the check engine light was flashing at me when it happened. And then the car quit moving on me and I was like, holy crap. Well, like, <laughs> well, that has, that's a bad misfire then if the check engine light's flashing. But, but some of those Fords get the, you know, under load, light hill, you get the, and it, it will, the misfire counters will pick it up, but it's not, the criteria is not enough to turn the check engine light on. You're right there. So. It's just it hasn't hit its threshold limit of counts correct. to actually turn the light on. Correct. Very correct. Very correct. And, and the number five that we were talking about, about throwing, uh, not addressing the primary concern, another thing that we see, often we'll see people take a vehicle into someplace else for uh, a drivability concern. Instead of addressing that, they sell them all kinds of services like like, you know, service transmission, service of differential, service power steering flush, coolant flush. All these things are sold to the car, but never addressed the actual initial concern the client had, uh, which none of those. Servicing a vehicle keeps it in great working order. That's beautiful stuff. But when you're having an issue, that needs to be addressed first, for yes. sure. No no question about it. So uh, one, one of those... Uh, one of those important things that we hate, you know, when a client spent a bunch of money and they still have the same concern they're driving out with from someplace to us, uh, you know, then we have to be like, okay, great. You have everything serviced now. Let's uh, obviously address your concern, why the car doesn't run the way it's supposed to, uh, which can be extremely important. Um, Number six, another favorite of mine, overconfidence. Too often, unqualified technicians get in over their head. And that's what we see with a lot of these things that come in, especially with a lot of parts thrown at a car. Uh, you know, the, the, you need to know what you're doing. That's why we specialize in in diagnosing and repairing cars correctly at the West Automotive Group. Uh, for one simple reason, we hire uh, the best technicians that can actually diagnose your vehicle and get you get you on the road with a repair. And, and, and although we've talked about vehicles that have multiple issues, for the most part, most vehicles, people that take care of their cars and their personal vehicles, usually come in with one concern. I mean, if there's a drivability thing, it's one thing that's causing the issue, not a, a multitude of things. So, um, But it's imperative that it's diagnosed properly. Can there be more than one thing? Sure. But for the most part, I'd go... 80, 90% of vehicles do not have multiple concerns when they come in. Um, 
when it comes to the concern that it's coming in for, such as a drivability concern. They may have multiple other things, like they're due for a transmission service or whatever, but that really has nothing to do with uh, um, the diagnosis of the repair. Right. So just one of those things to, to keep in mind for sure. Uh, let's grab Mike real quick in Ohio. You there, Mike? Hey, what's going on? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, trying to stay warm. <laughs> I bet. I heard it's like 20 degrees there or something. Yeah, it's been like that for, gee whiz, I can't remember how long now. But, yeah, we got uh, four to eight inches, I think, coming, uh, what, Sunday night through Tuesday. So, And then they're saying something about maybe 10 to 12 inches. So that's hey, the thing, a meteorologist, you know, you, they could be wrong so many times and still have a job. That's, that's I never did quite get that. I mean, who knows what we're going to get. That's yeah, just a forecast. But. Yeah, they definitely would not be good at fixing cars, would they? No, no, they'd be out the door. <laughs> hey, I got a, I, I got an 06 Stratus here that I've got kind of scratching my head on. It's uh, looks to me it's a two four. Um, just got it from the auction, so you never know what's going on with it. But the battery light stays on. The battery is good. Alternator replaced. Anything that you guys see that's common on those? PCM. The, uh, yeah, the power, yeah. the powertrain control module controls the. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, grounded, the, yeah, correct, and uh, we see a lot of those on those that have been damaged. A lot of times, uh, 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 reverse polarity jump starts on them or stuff like that. And God only Ooh. knows if it's been sent to the auction. That means that it was traded in or something, and somebody couldn't figure out how to fix it. So, exactly, or did something hokey to it. One of the two. So exactly, it's scary. But yeah, power. We yeah. see a lot of powertrain yeah. control modules on those uh, that have been damaged. Now, this plug and play, or do you have to program them with a uh, dealer tool? What year is that? It's oh six. Uh, you're probably gonna have to program it. Yeah, it's gonna be have to be programmed. Yeah, for sure. On on on. Okay. The, you might. I mean, when you call the call the Dodge dealer, because I know some of the early two thousands, late nineties, they were already programmed mm-hmm. at the dealer. Oh. So oh, okay. they come from the from Chrysler. Program. Yeah, some so, of them do. Yeah, you'll have to check and see. Their footnotes will tell them when you when you call and talk to them. Sure. But yeah, they're yeah. Some of those you can just program. All you had to do was put in the uh, which you can do with a lot of scan tools. Uh, put in the mileage and in the VIN and that stuff. Uh, but no actual uh, no software programming. Gosh, now if you were to get one from a junkyard, though, is that I mean that's kind of a gamble, I suppose. But if what? I were to do that, does it have to be? It's going to have to have all the accessories the other one had. I imagine it's going to be kind of particular. Well, yeah, yeah. and that well, and the problem with that also is the fact that uh, a lot of those cannot be repro. You cannot program over a lot of those in the two uh, thousands oh. uh, uh, before two thousand and ten were one time programming. So you you're not going to be able to change oh. anything on the thing. It's going to have the wrong VIN in it too. Yeah. So it's still even if you can flash over it, you're going to have to you're going to have to change the VIN number and everything in it. Correct. Right. All right. Well, the journey continues. Yes. I appreciate your info, guys. No problem, man. Good uh, talking to you. I was going to say stay warm, but I guess you're already warm, so. Yeah, it's supposed to be around 68 today, so it's not going to be too Uh, bad. Right. You're killing me. (laughs) Have a good good one, and uh, keep on keeping on. I appreciate it. You got it, Mike. You stay warm. Be safe. Take care. All right. Will do. Good talking. Mm -hmm. Bye. So, good point, though. Yeah, the it's hard to use. It doesn't have a voltage regulator on it than, than Chrysler's. They use the PCM to actually to voltage regulate the uh, alternator. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
when they get damaged, they don't work well. No. The light stays on. Well, you know what? I think we had a Dodge truck not too long ago, too, where we have a little, we had a, some issues that were a little more in-depth, and it took us a little while to get to the bottom of that one, too. So, Yes, it will. And Especially it was, when somebody's got in there and monkeyed it. Well, yeah, and it wasn't one that it was like, you know, you would get the truck, everything's working fine. You see everything's working fine, so we're like, okay, we're going to go ahead and clear the codes on it. We're going to go drive it. Everything's great. We keep the truck for a couple of days. Everything's great. Everything's great. They take the truck back, and then and then two week within two weeks, now the lights back on again, and it's you know it's back on because whatever happened in them two weeks, <laughs> and sometimes diagnosing things like that can be really hard too. Because I mean, obviously, it took it two weeks for it to set the the alternator light again. You know what I mean? So, yep. And sometimes, especially like a car from the auction, you never know what other people have done to it. Oh uh, well, that too. I mean, you're hoping. That car right there, you're hoping somebody looked at it that didn't know what they were doing because then it's an easy fix for you. I mean, yeah. now that you know what you're doing, it's a, it's an easier fix. But if it was a qualified tech that was looking at it and he couldn't figure it out, now you're going to have some problems. You know what I mean? Because well, I'm thinking more of did somebody not qualified that just started throwing or doing monkey things. I've, well, I've seen wires put in and all kinds of weird stuff done that you're like, holy smokes. That's yeah, a- that last Mercedes they worked on when they did that, <laughs> they, they jumpered a wire on something or whatever. I don't remember now. It's been a while. So, uh, Yeah, that stuff creates issues, no question. So a couple uh, uh, last... Uh, things as we were running down this list taking shortcuts never a good idea uh, the, uh that's uh you know we get into vehicles sometimes that bolts are missing realize they're broken off nobody had the quality or or, or sent uh to uh actually recommend to drill them out uh short circuiting things putting wires in where they shouldn't be trying to just just never a good idea to shortcuts and usually shortcuts are done by uh, people that aren't qualified technicians for sure uh <clears throat> you know poor poor repairs uh whether it's incompetence or just sh- shortcutting once again or doing crazy things not never a good idea and uh, then not confirming i mean very important to confirm your repairs as far as that goes once uh, again it's a long test drive afterwards it is it is it is a good test drive. Make sure your repairs are conformed to. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there, we appreciate you joining us this morning for Auto Talk Radio. Uh, always appreciate anybody that uh, calls in, and we appreciate all you that are just listening in. Always great stuff. We want you to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up until next Saturday as we will return here on K Praise and the Answer San Diego. Any last words, Kevin? Hey, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Yeah, everybody should have an amazing weekend. And like I said, keep the rubber side down and shiny side up. Uh, We will return here next week at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, as always. You can listen in at 1170 on The Answer and K-Praise San Diego as we bring you the best automotive knowledge. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk.
This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.